Many residents of Chattanooga know little more about the name than it's on a bridge over the Tennessee River and is often mispronounced as the Old Johnny Bridge. However, the name on the Old Johnny Bridge belongs to a man who may have had as much to do with what the Chattanooga region is today as anyone who served in local civic leadership. He was Mayor Rudy Olgiotti, and we'll learn about him on this episode of Chattanooga Sidetracks. Chattanooga Sidetracks with Dale Mitchell, looking at the places, people, and things that make the Chattanooga area so unique and special. Stick around as we get ready to travel another Chattanooga Sidetrack with Classic Country Q97.3, 99.3. Mayor Rudy Olgiotti served three terms as the mayor of Chattanooga from 1951 through 1963, one of the city's longest serving mayors. Depending on the point of view, he was a leader whose vision led the city to unprecedented progress or one of the last of the old time political bosses. Either way, his story is an interesting one. Peter Rudolph Olgiotti was born in the Grundy County community of Grootley, now part of Grootley Lager, on August 24, 1901. He was a first-generation American, as his mother was part of a family that had migrated from Switzerland, and his father was of Spanish descent. When his father died, his mother moved the family with then six-year-old Rudolph to the Alton Park area of Chattanooga. After high school, Olgiotti briefly attended the Chicago Technical Institute before returning to Chattanooga and going to work for the Chattanooga Glass Company. He later moved on to work in construction as a bricklayer, eventually making his way up the ladder to become superintendent of a large construction company. In the late 1930s, Olgiotti began his first public sector job as he joined the City of Chattanooga Department of Public Utilities and became the superintendent of Warner Park. During World War II, Olgiotti left that position to serve in the U.S. Army's Corps of Engineers, where his experience in the construction industry served him well. He rose to the rank of major before being discharged at the war's end in 1945. At that time, Olgiotti returned to Chattanooga and to his position at Warner Park. Less than a year after his return to the city, he was appointed to fill a vacancy on the Chattanooga Public Service Commission in 1946. He ran for the seat the following year and won. Four years later, Olgiotti ran for mayor for the first time and defeated incumbent mayor Hugh Wasson. It was the first of his three terms as mayor, as he won re-election in 1955 and 1959. During his first term, Olgiotti announced his Program of Progress, in which the city would request $100 million in federal grants for the creation and revitalization of Chattanooga infrastructure. The federal grants were approved, having served as public service commissioner, which oversaw the city's streets and sewers, Olgiotti started a $170 million project to modernize the city's sewer system. He also spearheaded the widening of several roads in the downtown area, including Rossville Boulevard, and the conversion of many streets to one way to assist with traffic flow. A second tunnel through Missionary Ridge was constructed as well. The 20-year-long process of moving the railroads in the downtown area was put into motion during his term. The construction of railroad overpasses greatly relieved traffic congestion. As the country was planning for the U.S. interstate highway system, Olgiotti worked to make sure Chattanooga was included as an integral part of both the north-south and east-west routes. 
He emphasized that Chattanooga was the most sensible location to connect the cities of Atlanta, Nashville, Knoxville, and Birmingham. Due to his efforts, the completion of the sections of Interstates 75 and 24 constructed in Chattanooga made it the first city in the state to have its interstate highways completed. Mayor Olgiotti was also instrumental in the construction of a third downtown bridge over the Tennessee River. Originally referred to as the Cedar Street Bridge during the planning and construction phases, the bridge was officially named for the mayor as the P.R. Olgiotti Bridge after it was completed in 1959. Olgiotti oversaw the expansion and modernization of the Lovell Field Airport, which he considered one of the best in the South. But another of the mayor's projects became one of the most controversial of his administration. When the city had begun in 1949 discussing the construction of the third bridge over the Tennessee River, which would eventually become the Old Jotty Bridge, engineering studies determined that the bridge could be built by removing the top part of historic Cameron Hill on the western edge of the city. The hill had been the site of many historic pre-Civil War homes and mansions, but the area had deteriorated greatly over the ensuing decades, and much of the remaining housing was in disrepair or slum condition. The new bridge would be part of the Golden Gateway Renewal Project, which was also to create additional infrastructure in the area. The project would entail the removal of 100 feet of earth from the top of Cameron Hill, which was opposed by many local prominent families, historians, and preservationists. Despite the opposition, the mayor and city proceeded with the project and the removal of the top of Cameron Hill, which also resulted in displacement of 1,400 families. Another Olgiati controversy involved the simmering civil rights tensions in the early 1960s. In February of 1960, after several days of sit-ins at segregated lunch counters in downtown stores that had started as peaceful demonstrations by a group of Howard High School students, the situation became violent with clashes between black and white students. The mayor ordered the fire department to douse the protesters with fire hoses to try and quell the disturbance. Although the mayor later claimed he ordered the hoses be used on both black and white protesters without preference, perception was strong that black protesters were targeted. Later, Olgiati helped oversee the desegregation of local schools with his creation of a biracial citizens committee that was charged with raising community-wide support for the maintenance of law and order. The mayor had always enjoyed strong support in the local black community but the use of the fire hoses caused him to lose a great deal of that support. Olgiati sought the Democratic nomination for governor in the 1962 primary, but finished second among the five candidates to eventual nominee and governor Frank Clement. He ran for a fourth term as mayor in 1963, but was defeated by Ralph Kelly. It is believed that the fire hose incident was a major factor in the declining support he experienced in both of those races. The loss in the mayor's race ended his political career at the age of 61. He made one last attempt at public office with an unsuccessful run for Commissioner of Public Works in 1975. In retirement, he raised cattle on his farm in northwest Georgia. His only son Charles later died unexpectedly of a heart attack, which was believed by those who knew the former mayor to have caused him much grief during his later years. Following the death of his wife May in the 1980s, he moved to Charleston, South Carolina to be with his daughter, Virginia. He passed away in 1989 at the age of 87. He is buried in Chattanooga's Forest Hills Cemetery. Regardless of how you view his legacy, there's no denying that Mayor Rudy Olgiotti played a most significant role in what the Chattanooga area is today. 
Mayor Peter Rudolph Olgiati. More than just the name on the bridge. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Chattanooga Sidetracks. Be sure to subscribe to Chattanooga Sidetracks on your favorite podcast player or service. And make sure to join us again soon when we take another trip down Chattanooga Sidetracks, a production of Classic Country, Q97.3, 99.3.